push through and punch through a vision with passion, a vision with passion. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Purpose by Design. I am so glad that you are here. You're going to be incredibly blessed today because today my guest, Salvador, has an incredible, well, you know what? I'm going to stop right there. Salvador, I didn't say your last name. How do I pronounce your last name? Espinosa. Espinosa. Okay, we're going to do it again. Big smile. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Purpose by Design radio show and podcast. We are so glad that you are here today, my co-host and I, and you are going to be just, well, encouraged and blessed for being here. Today, my guest is Salvador Espinosa. I had to look down to make sure I pronounced it. <laughs> Salvador. Salvador is a miracle. And I am not going to tell you any more of his story. He's going to tell you all of his story. But I'm telling you, he is a miracle. You are looking and listening to a miracle. You just heard him laugh. And if you're watching us on YouTube, you are seeing that amazing smile. He has an amazing smile that God gave him, but it's from the inside out because his story is going to just, it's going to reach in and squeeze your heart and it's going to make you shout for joy. So Salvador, welcome to Purpose by Design. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure, honor, a privilege, and, and, and a blessing to be here and spend some time with such a beautiful spirit. Oh, you are so kind and you are a beautiful spirit as well. And all of our listeners and viewers are just anticipating all that you have to share with us today. But before we jump into all of that, who is Salvador? Who is, uh, so I'm an inspirational speaker and mentor. I mentor the, the youth, the uh, more profoundly, the, the at-risk youth, and try to guide them and lead them and show them the way because one out of four children are fatherless and me being uh, uh, a young child at an early age without a father, I know the intensity and the gravity that has in your, in your life and, and, and your choices and your decisions that is so powerful. I love that. And, and you're going to share your story here in a minute. And listen, everybody, he is not just reaching out as an inspirational speaker, especially focused on the youth um, for no reason. I mean, you don't have to have a big, huge, overarching reason. But Salvador has an experience and a life that has uh, created this testimonial, if you will say, that he can impart something to young people, well, and all people, but I can so see why you would be used in that way and have such a heart to inspire young people today. And so grateful for you. So I have a question for you and I'm interested to hear your answer. If you had a billboard and you could put anything on it, so the cars going down that interstate could read it every day, what would your billboard say? Hmm. Uh, uh, wor some words. I took this program and it just keeps ringing in my head. Defy the odds. Defy the odds. That is so awesome. What does that mean to you? Just everything, everything against you, uh, use it. Everything that's against you, use it as, as your fuel, as your flame and, and know that, that it's possible 
that some people that the people that have made it, they're not the exception, but the example. And that you could be one as well that could guide that could guide other people that are trying to hit where you're you're going or where you're where you're at right now. And yes, that's what that means to me. That is powerful. So I wrote down, uh, use that which has been you know fashioned against you. Use it to like catapult you, right? Yeah. And then you said uh, people that have gone through things and made it are you know not the exception; they're the example. So find those folks that can be an example to you. You'll see my hand popping up with a pen, and yes, I have my paper because I'm always taking notes. <laughs> so <laughs> those, you know, I'm learning from you today, Salvador, as all of us are. So I know, you know, I have said what a what a testimonial, what a miracle you are. And um, I've had a chance to get to know, know you a little bit through uh, John Tallarico's uh, Thinking Into Results coaching program and the uh, inner circle meetings that we have every week, which are amazing. And, and I've personally been able to hear your story and, and know the impact that you're making in your life. And I was so excited when I saw your name that you'd signed up for the podcast, really super duper excited because I have experienced, I've been on that side of listening, mm. hearing, and just viewing you share your story. And to have that be um, told, expressed, and, and shared on this broadcast is very much an honor to me, sir. So thank you. And and with that, take it away. Tell us about you and your story of what has brought you to where you are today. So I grew up, well, I was born in Chicago and raised in Compton. So Compton growing up wasn't the friendliest environment you could grow up in. Uh, I, I was faced with domestic violence at my house and I didn't even realize it and how much it impacted me until further as an adult, 26, 27, I, I started really grasping the gravity of, of everything that I experienced and everything that I have gone through. My father went to prison when I was four years old. Um, I'm the middle child. I have two brothers, two sisters. Uh, I'm the boy in the middle. And so all through my adolescent life, I was looking for the father figure because you you need that 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 man in your life to to show you and, and guide you and, and tell you what's wrong that authority in your life really. And unfortunately, when I was younger, I didn't listen to my mom. She would tell me things, and I I said, oh well, yeah, I know that, I know this. Okay, and so I was looking for that father. I was I had a mom, and I didn't really value that, but I was looking for what I was missing. I was I was missing that father, and so in, in this in this city filled with uh, uh you could call it chaos um and violence, I I unfortunately I wasn't so bright, and I chose poorly. I chose negative role models, and I started to adapt to my environment, but unwillingly. What I didn't know was that I was becoming my environment. Uh, and so I started doing things that weren't me, uh, pretending, putting, uh, speaking the language, wearing the attire, doing doing things uh, that I thought uh, would uh, want people to embrace me. And, and I knew they weren't me, but I just wanted to be embraced and not judged or criticized. 
So I started doing these things and all the fruits of my labor came to a boiling point at, at this critical and crucial point in my life. Uh, all these actions that I had done resulted in me one night and ended up, I ended up on the floor and I, I, I ended up on the floor one night and I was shot on the leg. Uh, it shattered my bone in my leg. And as I looked up to see what happened, what, what caused this, uh, all I could see was a barrel pointed to my face. And it was so close that I could see the bullet. And when I seen the bullet, the thought came to my mind, like, is this it? Is this how I'm going to be remembered as somebody that I'm not? Uh, if if you knew me, you'll be Salvador. He's so happy. He's so so enthusiastic. How? What happened? What happened? And, and they would say he died for what? Why? And I said no. At that moment, and I said no. I don't want. This is not how I'm going to be remembered. So I raised my arm, my arms up to to block the bullet that was heading towards my my face. And the this person tried to take my life away. They pulled the trigger four times. And so. I knew I wasn't gonna die. I, I just knew like this wasn't it. And even though I was hit with four gun, uh, uh, bullets, uh, I woke up at the hospital and I, I had tubes everywhere on my ribs, some pump, pumping blood in, some taking blood out, taking bacteria out. And I couldn't really uh, see, but when I could see, um, my high school sweetheart came in the room and she said, what if I told you I'm pregnant? And I was like, what? I don't know. It just shook me. So if I would have died, I would have never known my son and my son would have never known me. So I was I was given the gift of life and then the gift of a son. So I was I was gifts. It was just gifts everywhere. Right. So I survived. I had my son. But unfortunately, after investigation, it was found that I wasn't at this place where I wasn't at this place for a, a, a righteous uh, choice. I, I was there to do bad. So I had to pay for my consequences. I was, I was sentenced to 12 years in prison. I was sentenced to 12 years in prison. And I, I, I took it because I knew uh, what I have done and what I have caused. And I take full responsibility for that. So it, 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 I, I knew what I was blessed with another life, a son, and, and so it, it, it's just a blessing to be alive and I'll, and I'll pay for it, everything that I've done. And so while I was in prison, my, my first cellmate was a, a Christian and I was never introduced uh, to Christ. Like uh, uh, my family was um, of religion, but I, I just want to sleep in the back. <laughs> we'll go to church and uh, I'll just go to the back and I'll go to sleep. But I started reading the scripture and it started to call to me. And I remember one night uh, I wanted to get out like it, 12 years. Oh, my God. 12 years. That's a lot. OK, uh, to 19. I was 19 years old. And so I prayed to God, God, if you get me out of here, uh, I'll go to church. I'll, I'll do anything you want me to. Uh, yes, I'll be a, a man of God. And so I went in my in my bed and I started reading the New Testament. And I came across the scripture that said, not until the last penny is paid, I tell you that you will leave prison. 
And so he spoke to me and I couldn't deny that I was having this conversation with God. And I kept, I kept reading the scriptures and it said, not, it wasn't your arm, but my arm that saved your life. And I looked at my arm that I blocked the bullet, but, and I realized that it was in my arm, but his, he was telling me that it was in you. It's, it's me. It was me. I showed you the power that even at the point of death, there's life. That was that was a, for us for a, a human perspective. That's death. You're you're gonna. That was it. But no, God, God is powerful. God, God will save you even if if you're in darkness and you don't see a way out. The light can only shine in the darkness. So you were put in that place to shine bright. And so I started going through this transformation. I. I, I when I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. And that's what happened to me. And they, I started expanding my mind and my way of thinking. And who am I? Why do I do the things that I do? And, and I started reflecting on my life and, and the things that happened. And I started figuring out, like, yes, I, I needed the, that father figure in my life. But of what I also realized later on in life was that I never had a dad to know that I've always had a father. Wow. Okay. So, so I, I had to not have a dad so I could find out that I've always had a father that always has guided me and leading. Even when I was doing bad and, and I wasn't, and I was in embracing and I wasn't righteous. He was there. He still loved me. And, and that's the, that's, that's God. God is just loving. Even though you're not perfect, he loves you. He he loves you. He embraces you. Even though he, he knows who you are, he knows your heart. And that's why he loves you. He made you. So I, I figured out I've always had a father. And so I started listening to him. And I started uh, doing self-development programs in there. Uh, I dropped my time from, from 10 to, to 8 because of um, my GED uh, self-development programs. And I got out. And when I got out, I wanted to catch up with life. Uh, I, I I felt like I missed a lot. And so I just wanted to work. I wanted to, uh, uh, to do things and, and to show people that I'm not lazy. Uh, let me just work and, 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 and get moving. But I was moving a little bit too fast. Um, I, I got lost in, in dead-end jobs. Uh, 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 seasonal jobs, and I was I was kind of tired of this. I was gonna have my daughter in three months, so I had to ask myself, like, where am I going? Like, like, w w what's the end result of this? So I, I I was listening to Les Brown, Eric Thomas, T.D. Jakes, Jim Ron, uh, John C. Maxwell, all these great men. And I was like, what makes these these men great? And I I seen that they all they all believe they all, they're men of God. They they're just they want to help people. They want to serve people. And I came to realize that when I came out of prison, I I kind of shied away from God, even though He had done so much to me. I just I I didn't know if I was gonna be accepted for who I am now and not for who I was back then before. Uh, for my family, my friends, because I wasn't the same person. I'm not the same person that I was when I went in. I, I'm really not. I don't think the same. 
And so I kind of shied away from that. And at that moment, I realized that that I needed to bring uh, get closer to who I am and who I am. So I stepped out of my house one night and I looked at the sky and I was tired. And I said, I'm ready. I've been living this life for 30 years and I haven't really done nothing. I want to be a pencil in your hand. Use me as a vessel. Uh, I'm ready. If you don't believe me, test me. Test me. And I was crying (laughs) Um, and I couldn't really breathe. And so a couple days later, I was reading uh, the Daily Bread and I came across a, a verse, a, a verse that, that he gave me. He gave me Matthew chapter 28, verse 19. Matthew is my son's middle name. His name is Salvador uh, Matthew Espinosa. So Matthew 28, 28 is what, uh, the, how old I was when I got out of prison. Eight was the uh, the years I served in prison. 19 is the, the year, the how old I was when I was shot, when I was giving my son and when I went to prison. And 19 was the year that I got out. So I know he was, he spoke to me. He's, he gave me that, that, that verse. And so I said, how God, how can I do this? And I remember Les Brown saying that you have a story. And I I realized that I have a story that not a lot of people survive and live to tell about it. And and so I I just said, well, so I'm a, I'm searching. Uh, I went to, uh, so I was listening to Les Brown and I said, what if, how, what if I had a, a, a mentor that could guide me and lead me and, and help me articulate what my heart wants to say to the world? And so I started searching and Les Brown was searching for mentees and I was searching for a mentor and the coronavirus had to hit for him to have an online class. He didn't have to be out there uh, traveling. So it was, coronavirus brought it, it it didn't it didn't fire people from their jobs. It freed them from their jobs. Oh, that's good. So so it, it was just everything is just even even though we might see it as bad, it, it actually is uniting the things that are supposed to be uh, uh, in, in combination. So and in this process, I started telling my story. I met uh, I met John and, and John and his program and. So I wanted to see. So if somebody's mentoring Les Brown, I want to see who's his uh, his mentor. (laughs) I want to get that knowledge and that wisdom. And so I I applied for uh, uh, a chat and I was getting money that week for some reason. And I had wasted a lot of money in my time. So I asked Scott, what do you want me to do with this? Uh, And that morning I had to deposit some money. And that morning I had a, a a call with Dolly, which is, she's a beautiful spirit, uh, my heart. Oh my God, she's such a beautiful person. And uh, we were talking and she was talking about the mindset and, and everything, the program. And I said, wow, that's that's a lot of wisdom that that just change your mindset. That That's a that's a big impact that's going to have in your life. And I asked her, how much is it going to cost? Because this sounds like a lot. <laughs> and... She said 7,000 and 7,000 is exactly what I had in the bank. 
So I knew that God is leading me, encouraging me, and, and, and transforming my mind and everything. I will, I believe I was stripped from my leg. I have a, a metal leg in my in, in my I have a metal rod in my leg, and I had a metal rod in my arm as well because they it shattered my bones. And I believe that even that God use, uses us as signs because I'm a worker. I like to work. I've always just uh, I've worked with Cal Fire along Cal Fire uh, fighting fires during the during the summer. And so I believe he was telling me that I've given you more than just your body. I've given you your mind. And oh, my God, Albert Einstein said imagination is everything. It is the preview to life's coming attraction. And so if we can put it believe that and understand that that's powerful that that alone is just so if you could if you can believe see it in your mind and believe it in your heart it's done it's really done it's amazing just those words of encouragement and so what i what i got out of that was was just bringing that type of mindset to people that aren't aware. And so a lot of people have gone to prison and they're confined by walls, by physical walls, but a lot of people are living in prison in their mind. In their mind, they're imprisoned by doubt. They're imprisoned by their self-image, their their environment, uh, everything around them. And it's just, it just it, they're inside and they feel uh, hopeless, but they're actually not. And you can't, sometimes we don't even know we're a prison, so we can't get out. We can't get out where, if we don't know we're in a prison. And so that's why I want to open and expand the minds of, of people that are in prison that they don't know they're in prison. And just be that be that person that inspires and motivates and, and, and teaches and everything that I have. Because I have been given so much, I want to give much. And I want... I, I'm, I don't want to just die for what I believe. I want to live for what I believe and die. I'm willing to uh, give my life. My life, it, it's it, it's for everyone. I'm j- I just want to be a, a servant and a vessel that God works through and just, just give my heart and everything that I have, everything that I learned, it just for, for the people that, that need it and, and that I'm here to touch and, and, and inspire and just serve. Oh, my gosh. Like that's one of those Les Brown moments where you take the pen and pretend it's a microphone and you say, drop the mic. (laughs) You did that. that. Okay. I've taken a ton of notes. I just want to recap some of these things for everybody. You said when you were in prison and your heart was starting to change and turn, you said it was a blessing to be alive. So you were willing to pay for what you did. I mean, that is a drop the mic moment right there, everybody. Did you hear that? Instead of just being full of anger and rage or God, right? Like, I am so blessed to be alive. And so I'm willing to pay for what I did. But I also wrote down that, as you said, um, that you felt in that moment when you were looking up and that barrel was in your face and you were saying, first, is this it? But then you knew deep down in your knower, right? You knew you were going to live. Like you said that you, I knew I was going to live. And, and, and of course you did. And that has sort of followed you that at that moment, when you were facing 
potential death right in the face and fear and anxiety and all of that, that you knew you were going to live. And I just wanted to pull that out and highlight that. Uh, the, another thing that you said that I thought was really powerful was that you didn't have a dad, but you had learned that you always had had a father. And I just wanted to, I wanted to stop on and just camp <laughs> on this with you for a moment, because this is a big deal because there's a lot of young men and young women that don't have that father figure in their life. Yeah. They don't have a dad or they, you know what I mean? Like, but you in these moments of realizing, okay, I'm not going to die. Like, how, where did that come from? You know that came from heaven, right? Because how do you have the gun so close to your face that you can see the bullet and know you're not going to die? You know that has to come from an intuition that comes from heaven. But as you went through this whole process of healing and, and, and doing your time, so to say, you came into this place where you were realizing how blessed you are to be alive. This is so positive, Salvador. You're going to help people with this, even today. And that you knew you didn't have a dad, but you always had a father. And so instead of having, again, that, that anger or I don't even know how to interact with a father. I don't know how to interact with a dad. You just accepted this. I have a dad. Or I have a father. I have an Abba. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, and that you accepted and you actually said, I accepted this. You accepted the love of a father. You accepted the correction of a father mm -hmm. from someone that had never had a father that had always been looking for a father. How did that did that manifest in your heart and your mind? Would it, you know, and because you could have said, you know, you know, you know, God, this is to you. Um, I don't have even enough, you know, that God, I don't want no God, right? Like, and people go that way or heavenly father, right? Yeah. Um, how did you end up, how did you, how did God shape you? Whatever you want to word it, that your heart was open. And what would you say to people right now that are maybe at that crossroads that they need to look up, right? They need to look mm -hmm. up to their heavenly father. What would you say to them? Well, come at just that experience alone and uh, of facing death and living, you don't really, you, you're not the same person. Uh, somebody did die that person uh, that day, my, who I was, somebody, somebody died. So the, that those bullies did, did bring death, but also life to, to who I really am. And not to who people want me to be, or the uh, or to people's opinions, and or to people just wanting to embrace me, like not for me to want to be embraced by people, but who I truly am. Uh, I, I I am I'm really empathetic. I'm really sensitive. I, I, and I've always thought sensitivity was a weakness because in this environment that I was in, it was just uh so so people are tough, men are tough, you don't cry, you don't but once I started to come to realize who I was uh sensitive and started embracing that, uh it, it just opened up so many doors and you could touch so many people and be, and empathy the ability to be empathetic it just it just that's your ability to serve people. Um 
but I, I believe at times we we just look at something in a certain way and if we look at it a certain way it just stays the same but if we change the way we see things the things we see change and so i, I started to broaden broaden my 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 view so what, what what's behind this because there's a purpose behind everything you might not see it at that moment i didn't really see it at, uh when i was four years old but I seen it when, when I started to grow 20. So that that was a, a, like a 16 plus years uh, span that that I didn't know. I didn't know why I didn't have a dad and I didn't know how much it hurt in me. So there's going to be some things in, in life that we face that we have no clue. Why is this happening? But just know and believe and have certainty that that is for a reason. There's a purpose. There's a purpose you're listening right there's the purpose you're hearing my words uh i would have been dead but i live to to speak to you you're listening for there's this this is the divine purpose this is this is meant to be you were meant to hear my words and so just just embracing that and, and embracing life because it, it, it if you don't embrace life life doesn't embrace you right so and all these blessings uh, that are coming toward towards you through these obstacles or or, or challenge that uh, challenges. Les Brown said, "In life, we will always be faced with godly ordained opportunities, brilliantly disguised as problems and challenges. So just know that 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 these challenges or problems uh, are opportunities, and that that your fear holds your future." Like there's things in life that we fear, but I've come to realize that the things that I fear hold my future. I would not be able to talk. I've never been on social media. I never had Facebook, I, none of this. And I feared it for such a long time, but now I'm expressing myself and I hope and pray to God that I'm talking and somebody's listening uh, uh, to me because I face my fears uh, of being on camera, uh, uh, speaking in public, of expressing myself, of who I am, of sharing my story, everything. So I would say just just know that that you are not the body, you are not the the experiences of your life, you you are not your environment, you are not other people's opinions. You're the spirit, you're the soul. And I say that because when somebody transitions, you look at them. And they're they're pale, and you say, "Wow, it, it seems like life has risen from them, and it has." And that's who you are. You're the spirit. And once we embrace who we are, then then everything you you'll start seeing everything in your life as, as something that was intentionally and, and meant to happen. If in the, if it's meant to happen, there's a reason behind it. And the reason is to make you better and to purify your soul and to build you up. I was reading a book when in my hard times and just called Just Mercy. And I came across a verse that said, we're a body of broken bones. And it resonated with me so much. So I had to put thought into it. I had to start thinking, OK, I've seen an x-ray. We're a body of broken bones. And I related to I related to life. And I, I just thought about it. How can somebody build something and break it so precisely that it works perfectly? 
God, God breaks us at times uh, so so we can be built. Uh, we're broken at times so the, the spirit can break free. It, it, it's, it's just some things that life that we're not going to understand or, or comprehend it until some time passes or we get a better understanding and we open our, our mind and open our hearts. I love that. We are broken so we can break free. Mm -hmm. that, that is so powerful. Oh my gosh. All right. A couple more things that I wrote down here um, that I wanted to ask you. Oh yeah. Yeah. You had said that now that you are on this side and you have, you know, ventured into and like just launched out into this new you right and helping others empowering others inspirational speaking coaching mentoring and you've been mentored and are being mentored and coached by the best right so yes. we all have all this experience but also les brown john tallarico speaking into your life and helping you me mean you are you're a powerhouse, Salvador. That's a, a word that's like one of the few words I could come up with. Like you're a powerhouse and there's this definite aim of this direction that you want to go with your life. And you said you want to help those in prison. But then you elaborated on that. Mm -hmm. And you didn't say just physical prison, but those that are in a mental prison, an emotional prison, um, prisons that we have built for ourselves, mm -hmm or even unknown prison. From your experience, and this is a, this is a question that we didn't discuss, <laughs> but, it just, but it's really just welling up in me for you because you experienced real prison. And I think a lot of other prisons through your life and that when you were in prison and you accepted that and you were like gonna work through all of that, right? Till every last penny was paid, it's almost as though the chains were gonna be released on you and all the other prisons of your life at the same time, like dominoes, because you're so different and you're so changed. How do you feel that going through what you went through, prison, coming out, all these changes, everything, how do you feel that serves you to serve others that are in prison one form or another how can you help them in a way that another person can't so i think because i've been in both sides physical and, and, and mentally imprisoned uh i i bring the just the perspective and the experience and and, and the relativity of, of, of being able to to share uh yes it, it it is hard because when i was in prison i could have just just threw it away all oh, my life is over that's it uh, uh oh i'm done oh i don't want to live but no i i i think we we have to we have to see it as this this journey when i was in prison i was more free than when i was out I was liberated when I was in prison. Uh, my mind, my spirit was more free than ever. And so that's what I want to teach and, and show it and express with, with, with 
everyone that it's actually in your mind that is not your circumstances or your environment or your situation it's really just your mind how can i be so free but confined in walls and i was and i was so happy and i was smiling and people were down but i was uplifted it was my mind my heart and my spirit and that's what I want to, I want to break the chains of doubt, of, of imprisonment, of I'm not, I'm not worth this. I'm not worth that. Uh, uh, who am I? No, you, you are enough because God, God, you are God, God, uh, God breathed into you, right? He gave you life and you're the spirit. So you're powerful. You're, we're more powerful than, than we give ourselves um credit because of what we've been taught of our experiences what we've gone through what we what, what we've seen and what we haven't seen yeah. okay so so there's things i haven't seen uh, and, and that i have seen and that have imprisoned me i haven't uh when i was growing up i didn't i didn't see um my parents with a lot of money i didn't see uh a, a love or, or whatever it might be we're imprisoned by this and, we, and sometimes we think that this is it that this is life that all we know is is the world but there's more to the world there's there, there's more to you to to everything in life but we just have to change the way we see things and the things we see change and i just want to bring that bring that into into the awareness of everybody that is in prison because there sometimes we 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 tend to imprison ourselves with our thoughts we we want something positive we want positive results but we think neg negative thoughts mm -hmm. and so i just want to change that that paradigm and, and and let you know that that it is possible that that you are enough and, and, and that you're here for a purpose that that you have a duty you have a calling and it's time to pick up the call it's time to pick up the phone and that 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 you're one in eight billion people <laughs> and if we just tune in on the fingerprint i know that we're we have our unique fingerprint because we're here to leave our mark and so i'm i just want to uh, uh break the chains and, and let you free so you can leave your mark in the world because there's people waiting to to hear your voice waiting to hear you speak waiting to 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 uh to experience uh, uh you yourself and your ideas and what you have to give to the world because you do have something to give and this thing that you have to give nobody else can give and if you don't give it there's going to be a void in the world there's going to be a void in the world. <laughs> what do I say after that, Salvador? Oh my gosh, there's going to be a void mm -hmm. in the world. So basically, you're telling us that um, you were liberated in prison because your mindset, <laughs> excuse me, began to change. And you want to help other people experience that mindset change um that their chains would be broken and you can show them you can lead them because you've been there and that uh, they're more powerful than they think that they have a duty while they're here and to leave their mark i love that about the fingerprint my gosh that is so powerful and so beautiful wow so there's not a void there's not a void amazing Amazing. 
Okay. Is there anything else that you haven't been able to share that you really want to make sure that gets said on purpose by design today? Mm, I think, well, my thing is, is being authentic and, and being who you are, who you truly are and not, not allowing other people's opinions or, or if you're not embraced by other people, it's, it's because you weren't meant to be around them. If nobody's encouraging you or telling you all oh, being happy when, when you're progressing in life or, or being happy with that idea you have or, or, or whatever you're doing in life, that's not who you are. Those, those people aren't who you were supposed to be with. You're, you're bigger than that. You're, you're going uh, places that those people can't go at times. There's, there's, some, there's some friends that you can't take to where you're heading that and, and at times you could be the only person that 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 goes that way and leaves the and, and leaves the trail leaves the path so i would just say be who you are and, and start uh your sometimes there are what we think what we think are weaknesses god god sees that strength see those are actually strengths our weaknesses and our minds are actually our strengths so let's start to think like who we are and, and what we see as weakness and, and see it at, in a different perspective what if that's my strength what if my sensitivity my empathy uh, uh that's my even though i'm a man or uh or whatever it might be maybe that's my strength maybe that's what god gave me maybe that's what i was blessed with uh, uh just start uh uh, seeing things a different way and, and being who you truly are. Wow. I love that. Seeing things a different way. You know, one thing that I can echo with that, that I say often myself, but I will share with others is ask to see things through heaven's eyes, mm. not our own. Ask to see that person that's bothering you. <laughs> through heaven's eyes and not our own, right? Mm -hmm. The situations and circumstances. And that just so echoes that. And being authentic, it's okay. I am enough. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. Today. I am enough. I'm mm -hmm. not the sum of all of my mistakes, right? Mm -hmm. I am enough. And there is a purpose and a plan for me. Mm -hmm. And uh, to not lower your standards, but to yeah. press on. Oh, it's beautiful. It's so beautiful and so strong. Salvador, from your unique perspective, from your miraculous perspective, <laughs> what does purpose by design mean to you? Purpose by design is that we have to be intentional. Um, every every situation or every circumstance that I that I've been is because I put myself there through my daily actions. So i've started to see uh write down what do i do every day what do i think about what do i see what do i listen to and, and if you write these things down you'll know where you're heading you'll know where you're heading and, and, and if i see your friends i'll see your future so who are you hanging around with uh what are you guys talking about are you talking about other people or are you talking about ideas are you talking about your future what, what's going on in your mind uh so it's just you have to be intentional and and have a purpose uh for a long time in my life i i've never had a target so i couldn't hit nothing 
Mm -hmm. And that's why I was just going in circles and circles and circles and not heading nowhere. So we have to have a target to be able to hit something. So we have to uh, be intentionally and in, in having that in our life, because it, if we don't have a target, we're going to be aimless. We're, we're, we're not going to go nowhere. So purpose by design, uh, design your life, however you want to uh, your life to be, that's how it's going to be. But you have to be intentionally and take the steps every day. It's a daily, uh, uh, daily steps that, that, that's going to get you there. It's not just a big step like, Oh, I do this and I'm there. No, it's just daily. What do you do daily? Do you read? Do you, uh, network with other people? Who do you talk to? And, and because you are, are intentional with that, you're going to design your life. I love that. I love that. Be intentional, but design is the target. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And then the purpose is like the arrow. I don't know. That was so cool. <laughs> oh, I love that. Salvador, how do people follow you, find you, stay in touch with you? And all, all of the information is listed in the description, everybody. But uh, what is the number one best way to follow and catch up with you? Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Salvador Spinoza, uh, email uh, salvadorhelps at gmail.com. And yeah. Okay. And again, everybody, that's all in the description below. So you just have to look below and you'll have all that information to reach out to Salvador. And I know that you want to and you will <laughs> because he's amazing. Can you see why I wanted him to be here and share this story with you? Salvador. I mean, I have like seven pages of notes that I took here. Uh, purpose by design. Design is our target. See your friends, see your future. Be intentional. Be authentic. You have a duty while you're here. Leave your mark, right? You're more powerful than you realize. You're not the sum of your mistake, all your mistakes. Uh, you want to see people liberated in prison just like you were, and you're going to teach them how to do this. I mean, I, I just, you know, Salvador, I want you to see how powerful you are. All these things that you've said today, uh, you uh, you even were able to find unity it, throughout the, in, in a land that was broken and torn, you said there was unity um, through COVID. That's just like, you know, it's such a positive thing for people to hear right now because we all hear it, right? And, um, oh my gosh. Oh, this was another thing you said. You told God, let me be the pencil in your hand. Oh, oh yes. my gosh. You are amazing. Mm. Isn't he amazing, everybody? Thank you. Thank you. You are amazing because you, you yielded to heaven, to God, mm -hmm. but you were willing to get up and move and, and let this be changed mm -hmm. so it could drop here, right? Create those new paradigms, but then pay it forward, go out into the world and make a difference. And that's exactly what you're doing. Oh, I, I'm just so honored to know you. Oh, thank you. It's the honor and privilege to know. Thank you for having me. <laughs> it's it, it's such a blessing. Just uh, I just hoped I was able to help. Uh, uh, my name is Salvador, and I don't know in English it translates into savior, and a savior helps. And I know that's not by accident because that's all I want to do. I just want to help. Yeah, I see that. And what a beautiful name that you were given because 
the Savior saved you in yes. multiple ways. Yes. And now you're a living example of that. It's just so powerful. Well, thank you for being thank here you. with us today. It's no, been thank so wonderful. you for having me. And thank you everyone who has been here and listening or watching. Would you do us a big favor? Would you please subscribe, like, and share? Because messages like these are going to change the world. Come on. How can you not be changed after listening to Salvador share this incredible story of his? Share it. Subscribe. Like. Comment. And let's take purpose by design around the world. Okay? Thank you again. Remember, you have a purpose by design, <laughs> not by default. So go on out there and continue to be the salt and the light everywhere you go. Thanks for tuning in and bye.